girl for me is is like my best friend. It, it completely changed my life. Cacao is like not a crazy psychedelic or anything, right? But it's very powerful. Like she um, she takes you to the doorway, but she doesn't push you through. She's very gentle. She shows you what can happen if you choose. You know, if you want to play with her. You know, and I was like, yeah, bring it on. We like to call the cacao spirit a And that's like just a funny, funny like, uh, you know, to get people a little bit shaken up. Welcome to the Moon Podcast, featuring stories, conversation, and commentary about feminist agroecology from around the world. I'm your host, Annika Rice, and I'll be exploring everything from moon cycles to midwifery, from crop rotation to kombucha brewing, and from herbalism to homesteading. This episode is about chocolate, or Theobroma cacao. I was recently in Guatemala in southern Mexico, which is the land of cacao. In the community of San Marcos in Guatemala, there is a sort of cacao craze, you could say. Foreigners seeking spiritual community mix with the indigenous population of the town on the shores of Lake Atitlan, and there's cacao everywhere you go, in the restaurants as a drink, sold in the shops and blocks, and served at community events. People come from all over to sit in on cacao ceremonies with a man named Keith, who has been holding medicinal cacao ceremonies for decades. I got to talk with an Icelandic woman named Julia, who has been studying with Keith and now runs her own cacao ceremonies in Iceland and other places. So what is cacao and where did it come from? Very briefly, cacao has been used by humans for a long time, for anywhere between 5,000 and 15,000 years. Archaeologists speculate that the Olmecs were the first civilization to have cultivated cacao. They lived in present-day Mexico in the areas of Tabasco and Veracruz. The Mayans inherited the knowledge of cacao from the Olmecs, then made it central to their way of life. Cacao symbols are found on Mayan temples and pottery. They used cacao shamanistically, ritualistically, and as currency. Then the Aztecs adapted cacao into their civilization during their rise to power. Nutritionally, cacao is rich in antioxidants and magnesium. Among the many benefits of cacao are heart support, muscle relaxation, aphrodisiac qualities, and support for enzymes in our brains. The research and writing about cacao is endless, but I'll let the stories of these three cacao enthusiasts speak for themselves. First, you'll hear briefly from a woman named Augusta, then from Julia. My name is Augusta Kolbrun, and I'm from Iceland. We call the spirit of the cacao Chikui. Chikui! If you allow yourself to say Chikui, it's it's a it's a playfulness that the energy of the of the spirit doesn't take herself too seriously because you know um, I am a yoga teacher and I teach others to be yoga teachers and and I'm also a healer and I teach others to be healers so before I met the cacao I was really serious about my work I was like you know in in the right pose and pretended to be so perfect in every, but everything and, and then 
went home and lie on my couch and ate candy if nobody would see me and you know but when I was out I was like having green smoothies and like yeah I'm, I'm a yoga teacher you know <laughs> <laughs> I teach others to be a yoga teacher so the cacao and the spirit of the cacao has taught me you know it doesn't matter just play 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 and and that's that's been the biggest lesson for me is to remember why I went into healing and, and yoga and I just have more fun doing what I do. My name is Julia and I'm from Iceland and in Icelandic I call myself Julia. What was your relationship to nature as a kid growing up in wow. Iceland? <laughs> I grew up in this enormous empty void space um, two and a half hour from the capital of Iceland uh, under one of the longest glaciers and the water that streams there is water comes down from the glacier and filters through the lava and comes up as a spring so it's like thousand year old um, the energies there are just you know you don't need any psychedelics to tune into what's going on there if you just stay in nature you will see so I grew up with connecting with fairies and, and elves and trolls and the spirit of the water and the spirit of the lake and the mountains and the moss and and I spent a lot of time with horses. I was guiding tourists when I was nine and ten through like trips around some places, uh, like a horse rental. I didn't even know the language, I just knew the route. <laughs> I mean, it was hard also. I grew up in, like, I'm the youngest of five in my family, and it was a lot of, lot, lot of suffering in my family. But I always found myself in nature, like, that was my essence. And I would, was very introvert as a child, like I would be very silent and um, very playful too, but like nature was always my best friend. I was just like, ah, here, here can I breathe. 65% of Iceland is no man's land. So you feel that, you know, there is no human that is raping, you know, this land. Mm -hmm. It's just like... Mm, Pachamama or Mother Earth, whatever you want to call it, is she is in charge, and you you respect that, you know, and and that just gives me goosebumps all over because that's I know that all that nature, all that beauty, all that purity from the water, from the mountains, from everything, it's all inside of me. We are learning from our bones. He Rest assured we cannot fall down, down, it's done, it's breathing, it's breathing, keep all your light in the front of your throat. 
So, um, 2013, I was living in Denmark, and uh, I was living in Copenhagen, and I just met my boyfriend at that time, and we had been together for one month until I uh, meet, or there's a girl in my in my workplace that comes up to me and tells me about this cacao ceremony, and. And I thought to myself, okay, cacao ceremony, what is that? And I, I knew about yoga and knew about meditation and all that, but I never participated in it. Um, but I was very fascinated about this cacao because I've always loved chocolates, like, you know, a lot. Eaten a lot of chocolate every day. <laughs> and then when she's telling me about this in that um, specific moment, I get a phone call. And that's my partner and he's calling me and I get so excited we just met each other so I take the phone and he's like hey honey um, there's this cacao ceremony um, tomorrow can we go and I was like standing right in front of this girl and so we decided to go and we went there we were in yeah in Denmark and we went to this cacao ceremony and, and Keith the cacao shaman he was traveling he was touring Europe with Barbara, his partner. Outside of Copenhagen, we drove like one and a half hour and it was, it was so fast and like the nature and everything like on the way was just phenomenal. It was so fucking crazy. Like how everything was just so synchronized with the birds and with the sunset. Like it was like in a, in a fairy tale. And we come there into the place and we, I see like everybody's having, they're stirring their cups with chili and, and some goodies. And I remember I just looked and I saw Keith, the cacao shaman, and his partner, and they were standing with their back, you know, facing me. And you just saw this long gray hair and this long beard, and and I was like, whoa! And he and then he just turns around, and I was like, oh, this is Gandalf! Like I just felt that so strongly, like oh my god! And you know that feeling of being in a place where you're just like whoa you know you get that like experience and and so I set my first ceremony and he starts speaking about the cacao and I had it in my hand and I, I tasted it and it was like wow this is so special and it came to me in that ceremony um, I was very just observing what was going on like I was just um, I didn't really like go um, all the way like I do today because I was just finding how the space was like is it safe or what is what is it being done here and um, I just got so catched my heart was like just uh, broke up wide open when he was speaking about like his connection with the cacao spirit and and um, that people they were like you know back in the days that everybody was so caught up in you know, um, ayahuasca, mushrooms, psychedelics, you know, like all that stuff. Nobody knew anything about cacao. Nobody knew anything about chocolate. Um, and so he did the research and he got to know it and he tried it and his experience, like in everything and just like that relationship I, he has with the cacao, it just felt so strongly in my body and in my soul. And I was like, whoa, this feels so familiar. Um, I didn't get it then, and um, 
And I remember he like he walked around everybody in the ceremony and was like looking them in the eyes and people were crying and laughing and just it was just so beautiful space and I could feel like there was a lot of emotions coming up for me and the cacao definitely just opened my heart very widely and and allowed me to to um, just relax and and really I felt this homecoming I felt like wow. Wow, it, it felt so familiar. Um, and then, um, after the ceremony, he comes up to me and and hands me a block of cacao and looks me deep into the eyes like, you go play with this. And I was like, what? And he got so red in the face and I was like looking around like, is he giving this to everybody? Or like, what's going on here? And he's like, you know, um, I wanted to invite you as my guest for tomorrow uh, ceremony. Uh, there was a ceremony the day after. I went next day to the uh, to the next ceremony and and felt the cacao again and felt like that a deep deeper connection to it. Then I ended up um, a few weeks later. I met them in Berlin and I did like three or four ceremonies with them there. And then he was just like, "You have to come to Guatemala." Cacao for me is is like my best friend. It, it completely changed my life from that day in, in Denmark. I was doing a lot of drugs. I was like smoking weed every day and, and I was running away from myself and then I met this amazing spirit. And I didn't want to smoke, I didn't want to drink, I just wanted to drink cacao and like feel my own heart, feel my love. And that's that was what I was always looking for in drugs, you know, is is to connect and 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 cacao just made it so easy for me to be in my body, to not be, you know, up and down, up and down. It was just like this amazing um, stability and and feeling of 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 um, yeah, being just okay that you know being with myself and and really feeling my own heart the spirit uh, represents this this connection with the heart, you know, and you feel that you are meeting each other in a place where you're equal or where you just, you melt or there's trust. I feel there's a lot of men, uh, like a rational minded, uh, like presence with a lot of spirituality today in, in, in the world. And like, as I read, like I, as I, study myself I feel that like the biggest way to manifest is to go visualize and then you feel it mm -hmm. or you know um, you, you are in a state of feeling you're in a state of, of being you're not thinking of it you're you're in it you know you're you already call that universe and you're already there so um, and then it happens then it happens yeah um, but like I lo I love to like also like hey angels uh, cacao spirit whatever come play with me you know i'm, I'm mm -hmm. here um ready to receive and 
you know so it's 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 different in the ceremonies we like to i find it very important um at least the work i do is to not be serious about what we're going through and and really allow that innocence and vulnerability to come out um in the work in the dances in the ceremonies i host um and and then we like to call the cacao spirit chikui and that's like just a funny funny like uh you know to get people a little bit shaken up like okay guys you know we're sitting in a circle here we're drinking cacao and you know we can we can get very serious but let's uh let's you know move it move it a little get bit because <laughs> there you can meet people there you really can meet them and they trust you so tell me a little bit about the logistics of working with cacao like how do you prepare the drink or how do you consume it and then how do you lead people through the ceremonies and the dances that you do mm-hmm. so um Keith's cacao he sells it in blocks and every block is 454 grams. I think it's one pound. And that is maybe for 11 people for ceremonial dose. Ceremonial dose, like the full dose, is 42 and a half grams. And if you're taking like, you know, antidepressant medicines or you, are, you have a heart disease or, or like a heart condition, if you're, you know, have something that you know your body doesn't like because it's real cacao it's real chocolate and it will really increase the bloodstream in your body so i always like i'm very clear about that like if somebody has something like please let me know and i will just lower the dose so i cut it into small pieces i blend it with water and i don't cook it i just stir it until i get a drink out of it I've, of course, found my own method of making it silky, smooth, and nice. But in the beginning, it was not like that. It was all chunky and weird. So I think it's like people find their own ways. Some people like like to blend it uh, before they, you know, um, heat it up. Um, there are many ways. And, and you can find all the information on Keith's website. And then I ask people to to um, yeah, close their eyes and I lead through a meditation and there's no there's no no one meditation. It's it just comes through in that moment. I work on a group level so I have no idea what the group wants until I'm there. I don't have any idea of what I'm gonna do for every ceremony. It just comes through. Um, that's what I learn in with Keith is like the school he teaches is how to get out of your own way and when you go out of your own way you know magic happens and you and then you you have to build trust with that you know that's that's another journey back home i have singing bowls crystal singing bowls and i sing myself um and people usually go into processes like they start crying or laughing and i assist them if they need that um very gentle and sometimes I even call people other people out that I that come often to the ceremonies and and allow them to work together and it's so I mean it's so organic and and free and I really find it's important to to allow wherever the energies that are present in that moment in ceremony to to be expressed I brought the cacao to Iceland, where I'm from, 
last year in May. I had no idea what was going to happen. I just knew that nobody knew about cacao in Iceland. Nobody was doing ceremonies. Nobody, 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 nobody. So I was like, hmm, this is going to be so interesting. And I started doing ceremonies in Denmark, but like my energy is so connected to Iceland and I feel very different from being in Denmark and Iceland because of the nature and the power and just everything that's there. So I did my first ceremony with my partner and and it just went on and on and we just had, we had two ceremonies in a week and it was just crowded every time um, and this was the beginning of cacao tribe iceland yes and i had never ever in my life you know even imagined that i was gonna work doing this you know i'm only 25 and and it's such a crazy journey um, and it just expands and expands and expands and I'm getting all these offers through email and and you know this summer we did like I think 10 or 11 I don't remember how many but we did a lot of retreats so we would do trips to nature and we would sleep three or four nights and we would go to all these power places in Iceland to the beaches to the waterfalls to the cliffs to the caves to the icebergs and and we would drink the cacao there, we would play music and really connect with nature. And um, it was such an amazing uh, summer. And do day trips too, where we would just go early in the morning and everybody together with their made the cacao at home. And then we would like cross some rivers and walk through the lava fields and then come into this amazing place and have the ceremony there. And then we would eat some. We were also providing food, like vegan, organic, um, you know, sandwiches or salads or something. We just take it with us and always have people coming and support, like uh, helping us uh, with that. And um, here I, I do cacao dances and I mean it's completely different what I do back home because there I have everything kind of lined up here. It's more like a play and and an amazing to share it here too and I love that yeah um, tell me briefly about your about your cacao dances and how you started doing that because I've been to, to two now where you you've taken us through the the elements with a kind of ecstatic dance yeah. format and they're so invigorating and freeing and create such a connection within the group so tell me about how you started doing that that was actually so funny because I have never learned anything about the elements or about the five rhythms or ecstatic dance. I think I haven't even been to any. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I'm supposed to be honest, like, I, I've never been to a five element dance or a five rhythm dance or anything like that. My first cacao dance was with, was with a, my friend in, in Iceland and he has something called yoga moves. So he like combines yoga it's like 40 minutes like a, a stanga flow being in yoga with him is just so amazing he's mm. a beautiful spirit and then in the end of you know the class there's a DJ there's a DJ like DJing through the class and then you everybody take their mats and then you start just dancing mm. so it's yoga moves and then in the end there's a sound feeling and I was in Iceland by myself, I was in uh, my grandfather's funeral, and I took some cacao with me. 
That was before I moved to Iceland. And I just felt such a strong connection to this guy. And so I, I contacted him and he was like, hey, I'm, I have cacao and I'm, I'm doing ceremonies. Like, do you want to co-create something? And he's like, yeah, let's do some cacao yoga moves. And we did it. We just, we set up a, um, a space and we did that event. And then we shared the cacao and the dance. And there it kind of started. figures of her that you can like statues and something and it's so funny because she has so many cacao fruits on her like breasts and um, like Keith have, has told me like that there's not everybody that connect with her as a she you know there are people that connect with her as a he so it's not about like she or he or anything but I feel that she <laughs> she's this big 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 chocolate Mama, you know, this, this, this caring, loving, gentle mama that just receives you as you are and just supports you wherever you want to go, partners with you. It's always the, like it's this, um, yeah, I just feel her as this grandmother or mother or whatever, and she's just this big, 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 big heart. And, I feel her so present with me. Um, I feel sometimes when I'm, I'm lost or you know in a state of whatever you know, and I feel I could use some support or just I just be like, okay, where are you? Call upon her, like, and I'd close my eyes and I kind of just lean myself. And it's like leaning myself into somebody, like just a mother or something. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I know you're here. Okay, she is so abundant. She's so giving and sharing and loving and she just knows that it's enough for everybody. My name is Anne and I'm from Montreal. Uh, the first ceremony that I had was actually so magical and I wasn't expecting for it to be what it was. I actually had no expectations. It was in a cabin in the woods in Quebec. It was kind of like in November, so it was, you know, cold and windy and, and dark outside. And we, we, we were, I think, like 12 women, maybe one guy. And it was just like so sacred. And there was like a fireplace. It was so special. And I wasn't sure what I had gotten into. I just showed up there. And um, it was very, you know... The whole playfulness, the whole playfulness aspect of the medicine, uh, was for me. It came after. For me, it was more of like this magical aspect of it, you know. And with the setting and everything, and the person that held the space was so magical. Um, yeah, and and so I went and I drank, and I just thought it was gonna be like something fun to do, and it literally blew me wide, like wide open, and changed my life. And what the spirit of cacao, it does for me, I mean, it's playful, and that's like the energy I receive from it as well, but what it does is it connects me to the earth. You know, it's extremely 
grounding and the visions that I had were, um, it was very, I wasn't sure it was, I think I met the spirit herself and she was this like wild, savage creature that basically led me through this like um, dance through these thick jungles and showed me that, you know, like connecting with nature could be fun and you know because I always have this fear you know being a city girl of it being dirty and you know messy and it was but it was also fun and playful and adventurous you know I was like rolling through the dirt with her and I was like this tiny little creature and she was too and 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 there were these visions where I allowed like these these caterpillars to walk over my body and we had crawled under these mushrooms and we were like playing like the underside of these mushrooms and the vibrations of, you know, what we were, it was, it was crazy. It's hard to explain because it was such a powerful um, vision for me that was very personal. Um, but yeah, it was very, it was very, very, it made me realize where I wanted to go from there. And it was, you know, to go start my travels. It was like the root of, of why I'm here, actually. Now to, to think of it, I didn't even really realize that, but. Whoa. Yeah, wow. it was really Thanks crazy. For, yeah. <laughs> so, these ladies really give you a view into the spiritual journey that cacao is capable of taking us on. This has been, of course, a pretty Western view of the experience. I unfortunately didn't get to interview any indigenous Mayans about how they use cacao in ceremony. In San Marcos, at least, it seems to be mostly an expat activity. Earlier, I said that you'd be hearing from three cacao enthusiasts, but I've decided that I count as the fourth. During the process of editing this episode, I actually went out and bought a bar of chocolate. So if you're craving cacao now, you're definitely not alone. Besides wanting to eat it, I got more curious about the ways that cacao was prepared in other parts of the pre-Hispanic world. In December of 2016, I went to Oaxaca, Mexico after being in Guatemala. In Oaxaca, I did a bit of my own exploration of cacao traditions, and it turns out that Oaxaca has an astounding wide variety of drinks prepared with cacao. I went to an exhibit called Espuma, or Foam, in a cultural center in Oaxaca City, and I learned that just the state of Oaxaca has 19 different cacao-based drinks. Most of them are based on the sacred union of corn and cacao. Interestingly, most are prepared only by women on holidays or for special events. They use things like cornmeal, roasted or fermented cacao, and other seeds blended with either water or milk. Some varieties actually have a thick foam on top, and others are tinted red with spices like achiote. So here are some examples of the different drinks that I took notes on at the exhibit. The first one is called Tuta Siva from the village of Yutandayu, and it's served only at weddings and first communions. Another drink is called Siab Gez from Teotitlan del Valle. They serve it on holidays and always accompany it by a certain chicken dish. It's made with fermented beans from the Theobroma bicolor plant, which is another variety related to Theobroma cacao. A third drink is called Shedia, and it comes from the village of Santa Catarina Ixtepeshi. They make this one by combining corn toasted in ash with cacao, achiote, and other ingredients. They grind this into a powder, which is mixed with water to make a foam, and then the foam is put on top of a warm, white, thick, corn-based drink, 
So as you can tell, the processes are very complicated and super special. Anyways, this exploration of cacao has really made me appreciate pure and artisanal chocolate. It really can be a medicine to be consumed in moderation and with lots of intention. Next, I hope to be able to visit some cacao farms to see the agricultural production side of things. But for now, I'm happy to know a bit about her chocolate mama spirit. To round out this episode, here's a track called White Owl from my dear friend, musician and herbalist, Jessie Gray. Check her out on Bandcamp if you like her sound. Take myself out to the open road I need to find a place to be Follow the road till I can see no more And then I'll crawl till I feel free Fingers come upon a man lying still in the woods. I sing him a song and we walk along until I feel alone. And while I try to find a rhyme or reason why I've made it here. Thanks for tuning into the Moon Podcast. I'm your host, Annika Rice. 
The Moon Podcast features stories, conversations, and commentary about feminist agroecology from around the world. With content about women and by women, we can inspire each other to cultivate our own unique connections to our natural world. This episode was made while on a research trip funded by the National Geographic Young Explorers Grant Program. To learn more about the research I've been doing with women coffee farmers in Central America, stay tuned for future episodes. This episode featured music off of Elena Shelton's EP Begin and a track called White Owl by Jesse Gray. This podcast is created and produced by Annika Rice. If you've been liking the Moon Podcast, please take a few minutes to review it on iTunes. And if you have any questions or comments, get in touch via email by writing to themoonpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow the Moon Podcast on Instagram. Thanks, and until next time. And it's just like the metaphor for life. Like, you should live life like you eat chocolate. You know? (laughs)